and then the call came through and I went to click on it and just ended. Hmm. Fucking technology. They got you. Yeah, we're doing podcast again, aren't we? Uh Oh, there is all kinds of new shit on this Skype. What is Oh, I've got this really here. bizarre swirly pattern. Yeah. I don't like it. Turn subtitles on. Okay, I need to I need to see what this is about. Does this work? <laughs> Turn subtitles on. Turning subtitles on. <laughs> Let's see what happens. <laughs> Uh, I would laugh. Okay, here we go. I would laugh my ass off if it actually came up with "Hello, cunt." Oh my god! Did it? <laughs> it puts up little asterisks when you ah! swear. <laughs> fucking tastic. Plan blank, 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 tastic. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Right, hang on a minute. Let's see what. Turn subtitles on. There we go. It t- it took quite a while for it to for it to work, but it is absolutely fascinating. <laughs> it's that gonna is be so distracting. Awesome. <laughs> that is just so fuck. That is fucking awesome. <laughs> wow, Shane. Every other word you say is just blanked out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is classic. This is great. How good do you think it works? Um, it is pretty good. It's coming. It's... Fuck. Can't. <laughs> I came up as he's coming. <laughs> Not quite. I'll save that for later. But, you know. <laughs> See, I've got oh, my God. Subtitle history. Oh, I better turn this off. I don't want anyone recording what we're saying. This, oh man, it's just just too funny. It's too funny. (laughs) I hate technology now. I'm turning these off because it's going to fuck me up. Turn subtitles off. Yeah, I got it. I can't look at them. I'm completely distracted. Yeah, it's got that. It's got the four asterisks where you said fuck. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Can't. <laughs> Even I'm with not shit. looking at it anymore. Even with shit. Oh, that was pretty good. Oh my god. My fucking lungs are so cheesy today. Just like full of pollen. Nice. Yeah, I better turn the subs off. Mm. Well, All right, so if I cough, if I cough into the microphone, I apologize, but I'm trying not to. Well, that's okay. If it's any consolation, I quit smoking two weeks ago, but I've taken up vaping instead. Oh, good. Yeah, um, yeah. I uh, I got ill. I got sick uh, a few weeks back. I had a really bad, I had a really really bad man flu. Um, but actually, had me. I was in bed for four days. Oh my god! And it really knocked me for six. So I couldn't breathe, so I sold my tobacco and all, all uh, affiliate products to one of my neighbours, and I haven't smoked a cigarette since. And somebody smoked a cigarette near me the other day, and it smelled absolutely disgusting. So uh, you went cold fucking turkey, huh? Yep. 
impressive. Yeah, and I, after about five days, I thought I am. I had a vape I'd had for ages. I just never used it, and then I started using it. I thought actually, this isn't too bad. And I'm currently vaping with um, kiwi passion fruit and guava. Oh my god, that sounds disgusting. Actually, it's quite nice. But I also had um, pink lemonade, blueberry, and strawberry ice cream flavored ones. Only problem is, no. with flavors mm-hmm. that are that nice, you tend to vape a lot. Um, and I've gone. Oh, because it tastes good. I'm on my oh, yeah. I'm on my fourth vape in the last week. Oh, see, it's going to be even more expensive than your cigarette than your uh, tobacco. Actually, no, it's not. Actually, it's not. <laughs> it's cheaper. Not well, if you're much, sucking but... down all that juice. <laughs> so, listen here's my advice you, you gotta get like a flavor that you don't like right so you'll do it less you know that'll save you the money it'll last longer yeah but the only problem with that is it's like i avoid like, flavors see, i avoid flavors i don't like <laughs> see if they have like a celery one do you know what i'd fucking die if they did a celery one i really would because I would avoid that like shit on a toilet seat. Yeah, I don't even know what that would taste like. Rank. Mm. Almost on a level with Marmite. Oh my god, Marmite is so gross. Thank you. Oh, Miles made me have it once, that son uh, of a bitch. Uh. See, he's a fucking wronging, Miles. He's a wronging. Oh, yeah. He should get in the fucking sea with his Marmite and shit. <laughs> fucking Marmite is wrong. The I'm Marmite st- tastes like the sea. It tastes like it tastes like sticking your hand in the bottom of the ocean and pulling up some like goop and just eating that. That's that's a good description, actually. It's just like salty and rank. And yeasty. Mmm. Mmm. Yeast. All right, well, let's get this started, Shane, because without Mike here to slow us down, I feel like we could smash through this episode, no problem. Well, yeah, not only that, but we need to get away from the whole... Your host, Ryan, Shane, and Mike. He's not, not here. <laughs> and welcome to another episode of All You Need Is Blood. I'm your host, Ryan Tudelo. Joining me is my co-host, Shane Smith, and not Mike Whittemore. Shane, Hello. how you doing yeah. Anyway, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm glad you said we started it because I was about to say, yeah, we need need to get away from the novelty that is um, subtitles on Skype, which are hilariously funny, yes. and talking about marmite yeast infections and um, <laughs> oh, <vaping>. yeast infection. <laughs> oh, that that puts a good to put, spread that on some of your fucking toast, Miles. Ew. That's bitch. <laughs> <laughs> But yes. Anywho, we're back, motherfucker. We are back. And oh man, 
do try the subtitles on Skype because it is hilarious. Yeah. That Skype guessing what you're saying and then figuring out what you're saying and blocking it. You've <laughs> only got to listen to the first five minutes of this podcast to realize what we're talking about. It's it's too amusing. It well, is. if they ha- if they haven't left by now, I'm sure they heard that part, Shane. Nah. I think I'm recording. Uh-oh. Let me double check that. Oh, you don't. Did I start it all again? No, no, no. We're good. We're good. Although I probably should start recording the backup. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Although, Shane, I can't, I can't hear myself coming through your microphone. I don't have anything else on. Well, maybe turn your volume down a little bit. It is down. <laughs> All right, let me see. Okay, I'm gone. Good. All right, that works. Right. For now. Oh, God. Okay, people. Well, welcome to the podcast episode number 121. I could still hear myself, Shane. Son of a bitch. What the fuck is up with that? You're going to have to plug in headphones or something. I haven't touched anything since the last podcast recording. I'm just saying. I hear my voice coming back. I don't hear you. Well, I know you. I hear you, but I don't... You can't hear what your computer's sending. No. But was it as bad when we started? Uh, I only noticed it after the intro. But I may not have been paying attention because I was laughing at the subtitles too much. Oh, yeah, we both were, to be fair. Uh, Just turn your speaker volume down. I did. Turn it down more? Or, or, and here's the other option, uh, get a pair of headphones. I don't want to wear my headphones. Well. I'm going to have a temper tantrum in a minute. Shane, calm down. Just because we took away your tobacco. Go. Just, fuck's sake, fucking thing. Right. Fucking headphones in. (laughs) Fucking bastard. Fucking things. Fucking. Cunty. Fucking bollocks. I wish I had the subtitles on right now. Oh, there's the fucking headphone pocket. There it is. Right, how about now? <laughs> testing, one, two, testing. Testing, oh. testies, one, two, three. Perfect, Shane. I cannot hear myself at all. Well, that's great, because I can barely fucking hear you. Well, now you got your headphones in, you can turn it back up. I have. I can't hear you. I can barely fucking hear you. Get the fuck out of here. Seriously. I'm not joking. I can barely hear you. You're like a whisper. Um, well, I'm not going to turn my volume up because that's not going to work on my end. Oh, for fuck's sakes. All right, Shane. Well, I'll just continue while you uh, work through some technical issues. <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast... We like to discuss horror movies, talk shit to each other, various other nonsense, including but not limited to music, music, oh my god, music, movies, games, comics, whatever else happens to come up. We are the official podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. If you want to get a hold of the podcast, you can reach us on Gmail, allyouneedisbloodpod at gmail.com, the Facebook group, All You Need Is Blood, and on Instagram, All You Need Is Blood Podcast. And if you're listening to us, it's going to be on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify... 
Something like that. Just type in all you need is blood and subscribe. It's going to be everywhere. Yes, we are everywhere. And good news, Shane. I finally made the leap. We are an official podcast that now has fucking stickers and pins. Woo! So, uh, or, or at least like the small batch that I ordered, we have some of those. <clears throat> I plan on I plan on leaving them at like various conventions that I'm going to this summer. So there's a plan. Yeah, look for those or uh, write in and say you want one, and maybe I'll mail one to you for any listeners that want a sticker or a pin. I want one. I'm working on it, Shane. Well, Haven't had a chance to go to the post office lately. No, that's that's cool actually because um, I've still got a DVD of yours. I need to send to you. Oh God. It is Zombie Death House. Oh yeah, John Saxon. Yeah. Shit. I did say I, I was gonna, about that. I did say I was gonna put something together for that and then send it to yeah. you, but uh, we'll see how it goes with the cost of Oh my god, what are you doing? I am adjusting my cam because it fell off. Oh my god. Well, now I know that you're using your camera as a microphone. Yeah, but... What, buddy? How? Huh? Oh my god. What? I'm going to I'm gonna have to cut all this out. <laughs> Well, my cam is plugged in anyway, so obviously I do video calls with people. So I'll just fuck it. Oh my god! Shady is still there. I am. I am. Oh my! What did you do? I just threw the fucking mic. No, not the mic. I threw the cam behind the PC. Fuck it. Listen, you're. Listen, your camera is your microphone. Ah. You, are so, you are so muted right now. Hello? <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, Mike is going to be so upset that he missed this. Oh, fuck off. All right. Right, so... I'm going to turn that Shane, way. it sounds like you're a hundred million miles away. Hello. <laughs> How about now? Can you hear me now? I can hear you fumbling with it. Hey, just be thankful it's the fucking cam I'm fumbling with. Oh, good God. Oh, yeah, there's a thought for you. Can you hear me now? Perfect. Perfect. Excellent. Absolutely perfect, Shane. Excellent. <laughs> At least I've made the effort to creep people out and uh, sort my fucking camo. Fucking a hundred percent accomplished. Good. Everything done. All right. Good. All right, Shane. Well, other than camera <sighs> and in uh, giving up the uh, smoking, uh, what else has been going on for you lately? Um, I went and saw Doctor Strange two on Tuesday. Ooh. Um, I've been trying to watch movies online and various formats. Mm -hmm. Um, I got, 
I did pick up um, Shang-Chi, Black Widow and Spider-Man No Way Home last week and managed to watch all three of those. Wow, a bunch of recent Marvel movies, huh? Yeah, well, they were movies that I, I didn't have in my collection. So H&V had a sale on. They had like, um, excuse me, a sale on uh, Disney movies. So yep. it was like two for twelve pounds, um, which I thought That's was a good fucking deal. Yeah. So I mean, with the exception of um, uh, No Way Home, that was full price. But I got Black Widow and Shang Chi for six pounds each on Blu-ray. So. Uh, I took that opportunity and snapped those up. Um, what else has been going on? Not a lot, really. Oh, I got sick, gave up smoking, took up vaping, and um, I'm currently sitting here talking to you. And ironically enough, I can't even remember what we're talking about today. Uh, well, we were going to be talking about uh, <laughs> some magic horror, Shane, um, but... Hopefully you can talk a little bit about Doctor Strange as well. Oh, we'll talk about that, but magic horror. I didn't, uh, do you know what? I remember the conversation, but I can't remember what films to talk about. <laughs> Great. I'm just having one of those days, all right? Just leave me alone. All right, no problem. Well, I got at least one film I'm pretty sure that you've watched and uh, can give some insight into when we okay. go those. Yeah. Uh, myself, recently, I don't know. I haven't been doing too much recently other than working. I... Uh, I did watch the first two Indiana Jones movies again and like just remembering how fucking good those movies are. Raiders of the Lost Ark is just a masterpiece. That's it's a, so good. The thing is, it's that's like a kid's horror movie. Oh, it's, it's of course, yeah. When I was a little kid, that's what we watched. It was excellent. It's the face melting bit that got me. Yeah. It fucking terrified me when I was a kid. Oh yeah. Yep. The uh, the snake pit, like there's all kinds of great bodies coming out of the walls yeah. all over the place. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Great so, movie. And then we watched the. Uh, what was that? Oh, no, I was gonna say it still gives me the heebie-jeebies. Oh yeah, and then even more of a horror movie. We watched Temple of Doom last night, and like it, that is absolutely like just a complete horror show going on. Um. All kinds of creepy stuff. The bugs, the bodies, again, coming out of the walls. Hearts being ripped out. Kalima! Yeah. <laughs> I told Elisa for uh, for Christmas, I don't want to have a Christmas tree this year. I want to have one, a Kalima statue. <laughs> <laughs> Skulls. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, good times. But uh, the second one... it. It just isn't, like, as good as the first. I mean, the first one's, like, a masterpiece. And the second one's, like, yeah, it's it's fun and it's good. But it's it doesn't have that, like, I don't know, that all-time classic feel. I just think it's it, it's probably more over-the-top and goofy. Uh, and I like the first one's a little more serious. I don't know. Well, it's funny you talk about sequels, but I actually finally got around to watching Three from Hell last night. Oh, really? Yeah, it's fucking shit. It is, but uh, what's his face is really good in it. The um, oh, I can't remember the guy's name. Richard uh, Brakes. The, the what? Richard Brakes. Yes, yes, him. Yeah, he's all right in it, but I really liked him in the movie. And uh, Bill Mosley is pretty good, and Sherry sucks, and it's sad seeing Sid Haig. <laughs> yeah, in his brief scenes. Yeah. 
But, you know, it was, I watched it and I thought it's not going anywhere. It really wasn't going anywhere at all. There was, like, no excitement. And, you know, I just didn't find it entertaining at all. Yeah, for a move, for, like, how good The Devil's Rejects ended to, like... <laughs> go to three from hell and like i don't even remember the ending i remember they're in like mexico right or something yeah and it's like for me it was just devil's rejects was just a fucking masterpiece it was a masterpiece in modern cinema in my opinion you know comparing it to previous movies that robert rob zombie had done three from hell was easily his best effort and yet no not three from hell devil's rejects was easily his best effort watching what yeah, watching Three from Hell last night, I just thought it was a massive fucking letdown. Yeah. Yeah, and I was literally, I got 20 minutes in and I was like, I am so bored. <laughs> I She sat there and I was like, I am so bored. And it, does, it feels like when they're at that like couple's house, it feels oh. like that takes forever. I mean, there's funny shit that happens when the clown comes to the door, but I mean... Like you could cut that down so quick. It was just too too long, too much, too boring. You could have just cut that scene out altogether mm. and just like had road trip, let's go and kill everybody. Yeah. yeah. You know, they could have done that. But no, it was just it just didn't make sense. There was too many scenes that just didn't make sense. And I was just really really irritated with it, to be quite honest. You know, I just found it really fucking boring. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, right, no, that's it, done. And when it got to the end of the movie, I was like, hooray, I can go to bed now. I think I was just looking for something to watch, and I was just I was bored last night. Yeah. And I was like, oh, look, free from hell's all, let's give that a watch. And then I was <laughs> sat there halfway through, I was like, oh, well, I'm regretting this decision. <laughs> Oh my god, I just coughed my brains out. Ooh, okay. Well, yeah. yeah. That is disappointing. Well, Shane, I, but, uh, I do have some news we have to discuss uh, before we uh, get into our main topics here. News. So recently, sadly, uh, Fred Ward passed away. Yeah, that was a shocker. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I guess I never really thought of him as being like old because he's always been a man in his fifties. I think when yeah. he turned like tw- when he turned twenty, he looked fifty-five. <laughs> yeah, but the weird thing is, I didn't even realize he was seventy-nine years old. Yeah, yeah. Like he's always been a guy in his like late forties, early fifties. Yeah. for the last like thirty years. It's like vampire blood or something. Some shit. It's just never yeah. aged. Right. Right. It's like uh, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, dude's like nearly 60 and he still looks in his 40s. What's up with that? Look at Jared Leto. He's 51. He's 51? Yeah. Oh, my God. And he still hasn't learned how to act all all those years. (laughs) Well, he can sing, but I'll give him that. But, you know, it's just... He's 51. Wow. Son of a bitch. Here I am, looking like I'm 60 and I'm not even 40. Yeah, all right, shut up bastards so anyway i mean he was in a bunch of great stuff probably my favorite tremors yeah uh, mine too 
Loved it. He was also in Remo Williams, uh, sort of like an action-adventure kung fu type movie that he was in in the 80s, which I never thought was good, but uh, some people absolutely love the movie. I don't know. Um, and like a million other things. He did a whole bunch of TV stuff and, you know, a lot of bit parts in other, in, uh, other movies and action shows and stuff. I mean, he's, he's entertaining. I love his sort of like gruff attitude, uh, especially in Tremors, yeah. in the Tremors movies. Oh, he was in one of the Crows, Salvation. Was that like the third? Yeah, that was the third movie. I think you played a copper in that. I never saw that one. Yeah, you're not, oh, wait, missing, wait, wait. Much. You're not missing much. Who is in that? Who that is was the Eric Mabius and Kirsten Dunst. Oh, I do not remember that at all. I don't think I watched that one. You're not missing much. <laughs> I was, I was, actually, I was actually forced to watch that round at my friends one night, and we had a few drinks. And he was like, "You've got to watch the Crow Salvation." I was like, "No, I don't." And then he put it on, and he's like Eric Mabius, who was in Resident Evil. He'd been in a few other films as well kind of like a bit part player and right. um he played the character of the crow don't ask me what his fucking name was but kirsten dunst was in it as well to give it a bit of star power and mm-hmm. the only the only it was it was far superior than city of angels but it still was nowhere near as good as the original crow movie but how was the soundtrack most the soundtrack was actually really fucking good <clears throat> it was all heavy industrial stuff Mm-hmm. So it caught my attention. Um, you know, you had stuff on there by Filter, and you had like Stabbing Westward, and you know, like all the cool oh stuff. Oh my god, Stabbing Westward, <laughs> dude! It's like night. It's like nineteen ninety eight in uh, <laughs> all over again. Oh my yeah, god, dude! You need to check out the new Stabbing Westward material they've just put out. New Stabbing Westward. New Stabbing Westward. Oh, I think you sent that to me like a while back. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I think it's on my Spotify list. Yeah, give that a listen because it's really fucking good. That's um, so crazy. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, it was like they obviously had a callback. They had Hole on there again, and there was a few others. But the soundtrack was really. I think White Zombie were on there as well, or Rob Zombie. I, are you sure that wasn't? Because I think Salvation. I I had that soundtrack. I'm City of Angels, not Salvation. Yeah, City of Angels. I yeah, think that, that one had Rob Zombie on it. Yeah, that one had um, White Zombie, I'm Your Boogeyman. Yes, yes. Yeah, um, which was a good cover. But um, yeah, I'm pretty sure there was a, it was either White Zombie or a Rob Zombie remix track on right. Salvation. I'm pretty sure it was. But yeah. Um, <laughs> well, rest in peace, Fred Ward. <laughs> oh, yeah, rest in peace, Fred Ward. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, what else was there? Um, there is some other news I saw. Well, I, I got a whole list here, Shane. Right, let's see if any of it correlates with the stuff that I've got going on in my brain. All right, so the uh, it's been announced that the cast is back for Scream 6. Yep. And they're including Hayden Penintary, uh, who's reprising her role from Scream 4. Yeah, and she was probably the best character in Scream 4, actually. Right. She, and she, I, I she, liked Scream Four, having yeah. you know the last time we uh, talked about these. Yeah. I still haven't watched Five. See, I liked Five. I did like Five. Um, um, but yeah, Scream Four. Hayden Panettiere's character in that, she was awesome because she was like she out geeked all the horror geeks. She was a massive horror geek. Right. So it was like everybody who was like talking about it. She was like 
countering everything. And there's like one of the guys was like, oh my God, I think I'm in love. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So that was well worth watching. So that should be good. I think Courtney Cox is back for it as well. Um, so, so are you excited for Scream 6? I could be. We'll see how it goes. But, um, you know, it's like I think Scream 5 had a great ending. Um, I just hope they don't bring back any more of the legacy characters to kill them off. I hope they. I, I wish they killed every one of them off in the last one. <laughs> I mean, they came close. Uh, they did come close. Okay. Well, we'll have to see who, what what happens on this one. Um, so, also in the news, uh, we talked about it previously, but Dario Dario Argento's new film, Dark Glasses, is uh, finished, and uh, they they've announced Blu-ray releases and some screenshots have come up. And I'm just hoping that I can maybe get a hold of a screener for this so that uh, I can watch it for free. <laughs> hey, don't forget to send one my way as well. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Now if it comes up, I'm, I'm checking the emails watching for him. I mean, I'm not a massive Dario Argento fan, but I'll give it a watch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, the Omen prequel, uh, which apparently has been in development since 2016... And it's a prequel to the original film oh, God. Uh, from the 1970s, which I, I don't really understand. Like, so like the original film, like the little kid is born the son of the devil. Yeah, but I guess what, in a what's sense... The, what's be, the prequel? What, what the happens prequel before would, The prequel would more than likely be, I'm your daddy. This is the mummy. She's pregnant with the spawn of Satan. She dies giving birth. Oh, yeah. so like that'll be the end of the movie? Yeah, that kind of thing. Oh, so maybe more like a Rosemary's Baby type thing. Hey, maybe Rosemary's Baby was the official prequel. Da, but we da, just didn't da. know. There you go. What about that? How that? How's that for a rev- How's that for those apples? Excellent work, Shane. You have connected the cinematic universes of the Omen and Rosemary's Baby. See, I'm good for some things, not for others. Can we get the End of Days mixed in there somehow too? Oh well, Arnie. Yeah, he was probably yeah. the guy. He was probably the copper who was trying to stop the geezer from killing the mother. All right, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I can live with that. <laughs> Excellent. I don't know. I I have a real hard time giving a shit about an Omen prequel. I mean, me too. This is the first I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. I just saw it pop up on uh, on UHM. Um. So another one that I saw come up, and this one I'm genuinely excited for. Uh, coming in 2023 is a film titled Cocaine Bear. What? And the plot of the movie is uh, an oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists, and teens converging in a Georgia forest where a 500-pound apex predator has ingested a staggering amount of cocaine and gone on a coke-fueled rampage for more blow and blood. Do you know what? I, I remember I remember reading something about this. Um, not the film, but yes. the whole idea that if a, if an apex predator was to do a copious amount of fucking um, Colombian marching powder, it would tear everything apart and it would probably die in about 20 minutes. So this is based on a true story, Shane. Apparently there was some bear that got hopped up on coke and went on a fucking rampage. I need to watch this movie. That's what I'm saying. So I, need, it's, I need to watch this movie. 
there's some actors in it too, Shane. Uh, it stars Ray Liotta. Um, Fuck off. Yeah, I swear to God. Uh, character actress Margot Martindale, who uh, the only reason I know her name is from BoJack Horseman. Uh, she was in that show for quite a few episodes. Um, Carrie Russell is also in it. And uh, Christopher, I cannot pronounce this name. I'm going to say Hijvu. Hijvu, I don't know how to say it, uh, but he is the red-haired guy from Game of Thrones. Um, one of the guys on the other side of the wall, he's got that huge beard and all the red oh, hair. Oh, him! Yeah, I know. Oh, he's awesome, he is. Yeah, he is awesome. So uh, he's going to be in it as well. So I'm very excited about this. <laughs> okay, I, I am going to point out and say I need to watch this movie. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is the kind of film that we need nowadays. We don't need Scream Six or the Omen prequel. We need Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear, man, that's that's something. But I need to watch it. I can't wait for that. I want to see like the poster, like just a bear, just his head, just fucking blasted cocaine. Fucking yeah, all coked up. Fucking eyes red with rage, claws up, and the people. So, like, the actors in the bottom of the screen with the <laughs> cocaine bear and all yep. the titles. Yeah, I can just yep. picture it in my head. It plans itself. We're ready. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else do I got here? Uh, oh, the um, teaser trailer for the ter- teaser trailer for Terror Train uh, came out this week. Did you watch that, Shane? Yes, it looks fucking shit. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. It looks pretty similar to the original. Yeah, which, which... was also fucking shit. <laughs> a lot of people love that movie. Yeah, you know, well, they're wrong. Jamie Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis, <laughs> height of her uh, screen queendom. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't love it. It's it's not great. I who, who it isn't like um, not David Blaine. Who the hell? What a, a magician is in that movie. What the hell is his name? David Copperfield. Yeah, uh, he plays a magician in the movie. Um, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, the trailer doesn't look good, but it's going to be on Tubi. So for everyone in the U.S., gets Tubi for free. I'm sure this will be a free garbage movie, and uh, everyone can watch it. Yeah, that's nice. Maybe it'll be good. I doubt it. I doubt it, yes. And then uh, the only other thing I have written down here, Shane, is that uh, as you have uh, texted me, Dog Soldiers is 20 years old. Yes. What the fuck? I was 28 when that film came out, and I remember going with my buddies Comrade and Ian, and Comrade's car was a bit fucked, which we used to call Chugga Chugga Bang Bang. Um, and basically it had rust spots in the back of his car and it, they looked like bullet holes. So it was like they all went along from the wheel arch to the boot. And it was it looked like rusty bullet holes in the back of the car. And it was like every time he used to rev it up, he used to go chug, chug, bang. And that's why we used to call it chugga, chugga, bang, bang. But we used to sing it to the theme tune of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Sure. Yeah. And we went and saw that in the cinema, and we all laughed. Everybody laughed. Especially, I hope I give you the shit, which is probably one of the greatest lines in cinematic history, alongside, get away from her, you bitch. Yeah. 
That yeah. was a spoon, right? I think Spoon said that. Yeah, there is no spoon. <laughs> I fucking love Dog Soldiers. Such it's good such movie. A, it's such a shame that Neil Marshall like never made another one. Well, he was going to, wasn't he, with Kevin McKidd, but then the you fucking Americans took over and tried to change all the story up. Oh, please. It would have been fine. <laughs> I doubt it. Oh, now he's too, he's too busy making movies with his wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that. What was that one? The Reckoning? Was that the name of it? Yeah, something like that. Not good. No. See, it started off all right, but then it just got progressively worse. Yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah, we're old as fuck, Shane. I used to watch Dog Soldiers constantly. I probably haven't seen it in a couple years now. And by a couple, I it might actually be like ten. Like I say, a couple years. I don't know. <laughs> seriously, I'm pretty sure I watched it last year for um, my thirty days of Halloween, thirty one oh. days of Halloween. I might have done, possibly. I don't fucking know. Mm. That was seven months ago. Feels like yesterday. Ugh, don't. <laughs> don't. Well, that's what I got for news, Shane. Is there anything that I missed or anything you came up with? Well, I did see the trailer for Top Gun 2, and that looks shit. Um, yeah. I did see the trailer for Avatar 2. That also looks shit. Oh, God, Avatar 2. Yeah. Like, listen, Shane, I don't care about Avatar, like, I didn't care about the first Avatar when it came out. And, you know, I know everyone's like, oh, the special effects, and, you know, oh, it looks great, and it's a great experience at the theater, and I'm like, okay, that's fine, but I just don't give a shit. I and, actually went, uh, I, yeah, I did actually go and see it in the cinema with 3D glasses. Yeah. Comedy comedy factor. When I went in, I was wearing sunglasses. Mm-hmm. And I put the 3D glasses on, forgetting to take off my sunglasses, and I thought, fuck me, it's a bit dark. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I'm still wearing sunglasses. So I took the sunglasses off and uh, put the 3D glasses on. And actually, it was a really good experience to watch it in 3D. Mm-hmm. But um, I wouldn't do it again. I wouldn't do it again. I mean, that movie, the first one, is what spawned every 3D movie after it, basically. <sighs> like, it's God. because that movie made like $100 trillion or whatever that they uh, every movie after that had to have a 3D version. And a shitty 3D version. But the thing is, 3D movies are so shit. They are. I mean, they I were, can't they were fucking selling. Stand, I can't for a while, stand 3D, movie, 3D movies. I can't stand them. Oh, I agree. For a while, you couldn't buy a TV unless it was a 3D TV. And, like, who the fuck wants to sit there with 3D glasses watching your TV? But in the UK, if you wanted to buy a 3D TV, you had to buy. You had to have a fucking job where you got paid five thousand pounds a week or something just to just for the fucking upkeep you know it's fucking ridiculous yeah and then uh all that disappeared because uh, no one gave a shit about 3d yeah thank god and now it's fucking back son yeah. of a bitch well let's just hope avatar 2 is not in 3d eh of course it is Are you crazy well see they put the trailer out now and it's not out until fucking november so you know, it was just like, because uh, I saw these trailers when I went and saw uh, Doctor Strange 2. Yeah. So it was, they had that, but they did have the trailer for Thor Love and Thunder, which looks awesome, I will Ooh. point out. That looks like, yeah, I, I, I'm yeah. excited for that. Mostly to see a jacked Natalie Portman. 
Fuck yeah. That I'm excited about. <laughs> yeah. That does look epic. It's just the scene in the trailer where she catches the hammer and he's looking and then she just like lowers the hammer and it's like, oh, fucking hell, yes. You know, and then that's it. Excitement. Very exciting. Yes. So, yeah, Avatar, ugh, don't care. Yeah. Um, what else was there? I can't remember what it was. I did see something else, but I can't remember what it was. Uh, you sent me an article that Spinal Tap 2 is announced. Yes! Spinal Tap 2. <laughs> Another Fuck movie yeah. I am not excited about. <laughs> I am, because I like Spinal Tap. It's funny as fuck. And Listen, if this is the 20-year anniversary of Dog Soldiers, what is it, the 40-year anniversary of Spinal Tap? It is 40 years, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, see, because Spinal Who? Tap... Who's still Isn't alive, I, Shane? Who's still alive? They, they are all still alive. <laughs> they are all still alive. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. It's just awesome. And they've been See, writing it for 40 years, waiting for this Probably, time. actually. But it's yeah. due out in 2024, so that'll be that'll be kind of epic. Um, I'm not. I'm not holding my breath, man. After all these other movies that came out, like sequels, like forty years later, like uh, the Bill and Ted one, and I don't even know. Like, there's just a bunch see, of movies. See, I didn't mind the Bill and Ted face the music. I thought that was quite funny in places. Hmm. Cheesy, as in you know, it's Bill and Ted, so it's going to be cheesy. But I just find it hysterically funny in places. Yeah. Well. I'm not looking forward to it, but good for you. Let me know if it's good. <laughs> I'm not I'm not holding my breath on that one. Spinal tap. The first one's good. Go watch the first one. First one's epic. Yeah. Cuz all the all the amps go up to 11. They do. Yeah. All right, Shane. Let's get on to our main topic here. Unless you have anything else for the news. Uh no, I got nothing else for the news. All right, so our main topic we're going to cover, if Shane had remembered, um, ah, was... Yeah. Excuse me, I got another cough coming. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Was uh, uh, horror films that have magic, or are magic horror films, um, in celebration of the Doctor Strange film you had watched. Yes. Let's save uh, Doctor Strange for the end, you know. Yeah, so that's can... what I was, I was going to suggest that, actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Um, so, I don't know. I picked a few movies out. Uh, there's a few more that I thought of. Uh, let me start with one that I know you've seen um, and probably have some opinions on. It's uh, 1994's Lord of Illusions. Good grief. Oh, yeah. Uh, Clive Barker, written and directed, uh, stars Scott Bakula from Quantum Leap and probably a Star Trek show I don't know about. Um, also also has Kevin J. O'Connor, uh, who, if people remember the Brendan Fraser mummy movie, he's like the Weasley guy in The Mummy. Uh, and he's also in Deep Rising. He plays the Weasley guy in Deep Rising. He uh, plays a Weasley guy in everything that he's in. <laughs> he looks very Weasley. <laughs> he doesn't. It's that little tash he's got. Yeah. And uh, actually, Deep Rising also has Famke Jansen in it when she's and... in this. As the main girl. Yeah, and who doesn't love a bit of Famke Jansen? 
Shane, watching her in this movie, oh my god, she is like a 12 out of 10. Like, just... Uh, fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, 1994, so great. Um, so I watched the uh, director's cut, and um, there is, the theatrical cut, I guess, is a little different. Um, when it went to theaters, they made them remove a bunch of scenes, uh, including yeah. a couple gore scenes and some like plot scenes they got rid of. But I don't remember the theatrical. The last time I watched it was like probably the VHS I had back in the day. Um, like all, most of the DVDs and Blu-rays you get have the director's cut, so that's the one. That's the version I always watch. But I feel like I want to go back sometime and watch the theatrical just to see if see the differences because apparently yeah. the director's cut's way better. And I mean that's the one I always watch now. Yeah, I'm just looking on um uh. IMDb actually, it was just saying the laser disc version runs at 122 minutes, mm-hmm. features graphic violence and 12 minutes of non-violent extra scenes. Oh, I don't know that I have the laser disc. Yet. <laughs> yeah, director's cut has also been released on video in US. Yeah, yeah. The uh, so the, the recent one that I got, I think it's from Scream Factory. It has both the director's cut and the theatrical. Um, and uh, there, I think there was deleted scenes, but I didn't really go through the extras. I was uh busy doing other stuff so yeah so the, See, it's, um, it's funny because i haven't seen this movie for a long fucking time yeah it it fucking holds up man um it's based on clive barker's short story the last illusion uh which yeah. is part of his books of blood i think it's mm-hmm. like um one of the later volumes i haven't gotten to it i think i'm on like five and I, the last time i read one of his books. I think I got what's next? Six or seven. I don't know how many there are. Seven or eight. So I'm like, I sent you one, didn't I? You did. Yes, I have that one. Um, what was that? What was that one? I don't know. It's on my shelf. I can't read it from here. Uh, all I can see is my Exorcist. I can't see the Clive Barker one. It's too far, Shane. Okay. Too far to go get it. Um, but yeah, it's uh. It's a Clive Barker story, so it's really fucked up, and there's a whole bunch of, like, weird <laughs> violence and and sort of magic and weird sexual stuff going on. Um, and, and the movie itself, like, the beginning is absolutely crazy. It starts off with this, like, cult that's living in the desert, and a group of people are, are infiltrating the cult to, like, kill the leader. And uh, and rescue this girl that he had kidnapped, um, the little girl, not Famke Johnson, but you know she plays her later in the film uh, after like a ten year time jump. Um, yeah. So anyway, the, uh, the the leader of the cult, uh, Nix, is played by um, what the hell is the guy's name? Daniel Von Bargen, who is George Costanza's boss in Seinfeld, and right. uh, he he's also uh, the bad police chief in Super Troopers. <laughs> which I love <laughs> thinking about. And, like, this guy's got this, like, ape, and he's torturing this young girl with this ape. It's like a mandrill, so it's got, like, that blue butt or blue face or whatever. Right. <clears throat> and there's, like, bodies all, all over the place, like, all strewn apart, and there's, like, all kinds of effigies on the wall and stuff and spray paint and gore, and, like, they bust in, and he, he sticks his fingers into the guy's head and causes him to like hallucinate and like loot and, and mind control him 
it's like a great effect. It's, it reminds me of that Indiana Jones where he sticks his, you know, hand into the guy's chest. Just like blasts his fingers right into this guy's head. Um, so anyway, they re- they rescue the girl and this guy ends up dying slash um, being like trapped. I guess they like contained his magic or something. Right. And it turned out the, the guy that uh, was trying to like stop him was one of his previous disciples or like an apprentice that learned some of his magic tricks and shit. So he's got like actual magic, not just like, you know, magic tricks. Um, and uh, then we're introduced to our main guy, uh, Harry Damore, uh, who is a private investigator, um, but gets caught up in a whole bunch of like supernatural stuff just because why not? And um, he's uh, he's Scott Bakula, and I think he is awesome in this movie. I love Scott Bakula, and I think he's perfect in this role. Has like just this like deadpan. Oh fuck! Why why do I keep getting into these type of situations? Look on his face without it being goofy. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. The setting is great. It's that like early '90s Los Angeles, so everything's kind of grimy. Um, and it's filmed very much with like influence from like uh, noir films from like you know. Yeah, I wasn't going to say that actually. It's got it's definitely got noir influence. Absolutely, and the story itself as well, and that's sort of what Barker was going for. So I like that you know they had him in charge of the whole project. It, it uh, he's able to sort of put his vision on the screen, and I like that. So yeah, there's a lot of noir influence, and uh, Harry Damore goes on and tries to like infiltrate um, a bunch of magicians, um, like uh, like this their magician hangout the club because. Uh, his contact who had him wanted to look into some stuff ended up dying in a magic act. Um, and this awesome, brutal (laughs) swords impaling the guy, busting through his legs, stabbing him all over the place. Um, really, really great kills in this movie. So he's running around, he's got to fight neo-Nazis and he's got to fight like crazy magician people. And, like he's picking up clues as he goes along the way and like the damsel in distress is in danger and you don't know who's a bad guy there's like all kinds of inside jobs going on um i I don't want to spoil the whole thing because i i absolutely i think the movie's fantastic and um it's absolutely worth a watch for anybody that likes i don't know just sort of like a detective-y you know, you're trying to piece the things together in your head but at the same time there's some weird supernatural shit that's going on um, the ending is absolutely fucking nuts, just as the beginning is, uh, as they're like the bad guys being resurrected. And there's like specifically before uh, the end of the movie comes up, members, former members of his cult, are, like they regather to go back to his to the place that he died. And yeah. like they show these scenes of, you know, all these people are like normal. They're like, you know, living their lives, doing whatever. And they just like murder anyone that's around them and then head back to the cult. And uh, there's one scene where it's like in this kitchen and there's um, a bunch of like the whole family's dead. The dad has got his head down in his cereal and a pool of blood. And like the little kid who's like 10 or 12, he's got his throat slit. He's dead. And it like slowly pans out. And the mom is just like casually walking away. 
because she did all the murders and like it pans out and there's like a dead toddler like sprawled out and i'm like oh my god it's genuinely disturbing you don't see like the murder and it's not like super bloody but you're like wow this fucking clive barker is fucked up (laughs) yeah oh it really effective, you know, and it's one of those scenes that's not like, it's not played up, it's not a long scene, but it sticks in your head because you're like, wow, that's fucked up. That's some messed up stuff in here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the ending of the movie's fantastic. There's like a whole bunch of blood, the gore effects are awesome, the costumes are great. It sort of resolves itself kind of in a dumb way, but I don't know, I really like it. I think this is a pretty underrated movie. Uh, although I will say the CGI in this, it's 1994, is fucking garbage. It's like Lawnmower Man levels of trash. Just And Lawnmower people... Man was pretty bad anyway, so... <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, but yeah, you remember this movie at all, Shane? I vaguely remember it, yeah. I'm just trying... I can remember the first time watching it, right, at my buddies. And we'd all had a bit of a smoke. And... Um, you know, we were just sitting there, just, oh, let's watch this, okay, then, and then, actually, if I remember correctly, where she went to the video store, and um, we were stoned beforehand, we went to go and get some munchies, and we just thought, yeah, let's rent a couple of movies out, and we got Lord of Illusions, and I think we got back, lit up a doobie, and um, watched Lord of Illusions, and I think, if I remember correctly, I sat there afterwards, and I was like, oh, it was all right. And then watched it again, I think, a few days later, because somebody else had rented it out. And I, I was like, mm, yeah, better second time around, you know. And I, I can't remember the last time I actually watched it. It was on Horror Channel fairly... It was in the last year, and I caught the tail end of it. Or I caught a part of it on the Horror Channel and had to turn it off because I was going out. And... I remember watching it thinking, yeah, I remember this. I remember the CGI being quite dreadful. Yes. But, um, uh, you know, the story was really good. Um, Because that's the thing with Clive Barker. His stories are brilliant. Sometimes they are poorly executed on a film. Yes. Like, for instance, The Book of Blood. The film, The Book of Blood. Um, I mean, it was a great story. It's just unfortunate the way they got that they did the film, and credit to the actors for doing, you know, for working with what they were given. But um, overall, I just thought it was really dull. Um, but with uh, Lord of Illusions, it was one of those films where the story—I always thought the story was better than the film—but um, it's still an enjoyable watch. And I'm pretty sure there's one of the guys in it um, was in, I could be completely wrong here, but one of the guys in it was also in June. Jin. June. Dune. June. Dune. Oh, Dune. <laughs> I thought you said, I thought you said June, like the month. <laughs> no, Dune. Which I Dune? Always, Dude, the original. Oh, the 84 one? Yeah. Actually, that reminds me, I've got a David Lynch box set that I need to get watched at some point. Gotta get on it. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'll, uh, 
I, I did not dig into it that far. Um, hmm. But uh, yeah, it's good. I recommend it. And like for uh, a magic-y horror movie, I mean, it's, you know, you've got magicians, you've got all kinds of occult stuff. Um, you've got like people coming back from the dead and mind control and spells and all this weird shit. So it's, it's got a lot of cool stuff like that for like a magic horror movie. Yeah. And, uh, I just looked it up and it says it's on Tubi and Pluto TV for free. I don't, I don't even know. know. I don't even know what Pluto TV is. I have it. It's, uh, it's free in the U S at least. I don't know. Well, uh, that's it, nice. Cause we don't get it over here. Well, you don't know that. It's not a TV channel. It's it's an internet streaming service. So I don't know. It's we tried probably on other before. places. What was that fucking streaming service you guys get that we can't get in the UK? Tubi. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. See, that sucks. Because there's some that pretty fucking yeah, there's some pretty good shit on Tubi, and I can't even fucking watch it. Yeah, there's a lot of mystery science theater and riff tracks on Tubi. Yeah, there we go. See, you it's guys just... get all the good shit. Get a VPN. Just say you're in the U.S. Probably. I have a VPN. That's to change your location no, to see, the U.S. Thing is, no, the thing is, right, my provider, they put a block on stuff like that. What? Yeah. Bastards. Uh-huh. Because they know you're going to be watching uh, Lord of Illusions. Yeah. Well, it's probably in other places. I recommend searching out the director's cut. Um... You know, that's uh, that's the version you want to watch. But uh, pretty good. Uh, yep. So Also, Shane, on here, I've got another one I just watched this morning uh, for, for the second time. Uh, this one's the earlier movie, 1987. It's uh, The Lamp, also known as The Outing. Um, the Lamp. Yes. It, originally in the U.S., it was released as The Outing. But in the UK, it was released as The Lamp, which is... Oh, yeah, it's kind of like uh, as Deborah Winston James Houston. Deborah Winston James Houston. That's too many names. I don't think I wrote that down. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Deborah Winsters. That's the one. Yeah. 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 So, like, The Lamp is a much better name, and that's the way it should be going. And now all the re-releases of it, like, um, I think Vinegar Syndrome put out this release. Uh, It's under the... yeah, I can't think of the name. I can't think of Lamp without thinking of I Love Lamp. <laughs> Seriously, I can't. It's just it's, it's every single fucking time not, somebody says Lamp, I, I'm just like, I love Lamp. It's not that kind of lamp, Shane. <laughs> it's a genie type lamp, not one <laughs> with a light switch. Yeah, I know. I know, but Lamp, I love Lamp. Yeah. So uh, this movie was directed by Tom Daly. Uh, it is his only movie. Um, a, a lot of the casters are kind of one-offers that have only done a couple things back in the 80s. Um, and it, it's kind of a weird one. For I mean, not weird. Um, it's just sort of unique. Uh, the movie opens up with a ship full of dead bodies. Um, and an unseen creature is killing off the remaining crew one by one. Uh, the only survivor is like a young Muslim girl. Uh, who takes the lamp with her, and then, like, years and years later, um, a, uh, a scientist-slash-archaeologist, uh, who's in his mid-30s, uh, and his daughter, who is also in her mid-30s, because, but she's in high, huh? apparently she's in high school. 
Oh, okay. Is <laughs> this lady? You're like, oh my god, this should be the teacher, not the student. Um, come across the magic lamp after a group of hoodlums have broken in and killed the old lady, um, who was the young girl in the beginning. Uh, the, all, oh, that was careless. All the hoodlums got murdered by the djinn, or genie, that was trapped inside the lamp. And uh, all uh, the lamp made it over to this um, museum where the scientist is investigating it. Um, so basically, the young girl accidentally unleashes uh, the djinn inside the lamp. Uh, it possesses her and tricks her friends, including her psycho criminal ex, uh, ex and his henchmen, into uh, staying in the museum overnight for a quote-unquote outing. Which I don't even, like, that word doesn't even make sense. We're going for an outing. Like, I picture, like, going camping in the woods, not, like, sleeping in a museum. <laughs> so, um, the whole movie is just an excuse to set up kills. Like, the, I, I feel like the director had an idea of, like, oh, we could do all these awesome kills. But to set them up, I have to sort of build a movie around the kills. So, like... There's an awesome scene where a girl is taking a bath, right? And a bunch of, like, poisonous snakes, cobras and stuff get into the bathtub and, like, and bite her. And she's, like, naked and thrashing around. And you're like, oh, that's a great scene. Okay, but how do we get that to take place? Okay, well, she just gets into the bathtub in the museum. Wait. Okay. Why is there a bathtub in a museum? <laughs> and so she just goes into a room and is like, oh, perfect, the bathtub is in here. <laughs> I'm gonna take a bath. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. She's gonna. Kind of. Well, what was that film with the fucking woman jumps in the in the bath after someone's been slaughtered, and she has she jumps in the bath, and then basically it's acid that melts her. Oh, that sounds so familiar. Oh, uh, was that Slaughter High or something like that? Oh, 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 oh. Um. No, not Slaughter High. Class of something. Oh God, Shane! I could picture the guy in it, the the killer, the nerdy yeah. guy. Yeah, no, it, yeah. was it an acid bath or an acid shower? No, she got in the bath yes. and she started running water and it was it was acid. Yes. The water turned red and then it turned to acid. Okay, and, in my head I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking return to slaughter high. That might be it. Oh boy, I know I've seen this movie you're talking about. Alright, we'll have to watch that one too. So anyway, yeah. there's a bunch of great kills in this, like... You know, uh, and and they're done pretty gory and pretty effective. Uh, one of the better ones is uh, there's a classic 80s rape scene uh, where two guys break into the room that a woman is in and uh, proceed to rape her. And what, their guys are both wearing masks. And one of the masks is like, it, it's it like clamps onto his head. So the genie like keeps right. tightening the clamp and it like crushes his head. And you're like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> And then he starts to spit it, so it just starts to twist his head around and twist his head off. You're like, oh, nice. that's fucking awesome. Um, so there's a bunch of stabs, stuff like that. There's one, at one point, the girl who gets in the bathtub, so she's getting in the bathtub because she's getting ready to bang her boyfriend, and her boyfriend, right. like, I don't know, he's like, okay, I'll, I'll just wait for you to be done with your bath. And at some point, he's cut in half. We don't see how. Huh? We don't see how. I don't. I rewound the movie like three times to make sure. I was like, I got it. How does this guy die? 
and it's just not there. He's on the screen, and then they cut to somebody else doing something, and then they cut back, and he's literally in half on the floor with guts everywhere. Nice. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. I guess we... Uh... Oh, somebody's there, Shane. That's outside. Oh. <laughs> so, no, uh... that's... Uh... Now, right, where I live, Ryan, I live... I'm on the third floor, okay? Mm -hmm. And I've got my window open because, obviously, it's a, it was a nice day until it started raining. Um, well, that's the UK altogether, isn't it? Well, yeah. And um, basically, where I live, it's quite open planned. There's a bicycle path. There's a street that runs down towards the supermarket. And basically, there's people who shout at other people in my block of flats right. because they haven't heard of door knockers or doorbells. <laughs> they just yell. <laughs> yeah. Hey! I get that. I used to get that off my niece. My niece used to whistle at me. And, you know, I used to, ha I had to tell her, you need to stop whistling because other people whistle at other people around here. And I'm just going to ignore it. And dogs. Yeah. And dogs. <laughs> And cats, actually. Speaking of, Ziggy is nowhere to be seen. Him. He's hiding. He's he's asleep. He's probably asleep, actually. All my cats are downstairs, sprawled out on the table, on the kitchen table, or around it. So I get the doors open. With a nice breeze going through. Yeah. And Franny is missing. I don't know where she is. She's quiet, so it's fine. I'm sure she's fine. So anyway, yeah, this movie is interesting. The kills are pretty good. Uh, it's a goofy 80s movie. It reminds me a lot of, like, um, uh, Night of the Demons or uh, what's that other one? Witchboard. Like, it, it, like there's a, a bunch of movies in the 80s where it's it's just, like, sort of an excuse to have different kills. And uh, yeah. that's what this feels like. It feels like they sort of built a plot around it. Uh, the genie that pops up at the end... It's kind of goofy looking and sort of funny. It's like rubbery, but it's huge. They like built this huge rubber genie and like sent him down the halls. Um, and it ends pretty stupid. <laughs> like how they kill the genie. Uh, turns out they have to destroy the lamp. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hence the title, the lamp. Um, yeah, and, lamp. Yeah. And, I mean, there's not a whole lot to say about the plot or, like, anything. The acting is really shitty. The uh, the effects are decent. Um, there's some boobs in it, but there's one awful rape scene that you're like, oh, I don't need to see this. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why in the 1980s they're like, all right, we need another scene with, like, nudity in it. Let's make it a rape scene. And you're like, oh, that's not the effect you wanted. Don't do that. No, not really. Not the greatest. No, no. Not the most pleasurable thing to see. No, no. Um, so, yeah. But there, I enjoyed it. Uh, I've seen it, like, back in the day on VHS, titled as The Outing. Um, but the uh, the Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray is much better to watch. So, See, I can't remember if I've actually watched the film itself, even after you, how you've described it. But I can always remember seeing it in the video shop as the lamp. Yes, yeah. It's got a pretty good cover too. Like it's uh it looks cool. Well, the cover I re the cover I remember was just a, literally a picture of a lamp. Oh. No, that's different than the so, one I had. Yeah. 
So I can remember it being the lamp in the ornate script mm -hmm. at the bottom of the screen. It was just like a picture of a lamp with like smoke coming out of it, with like a demon coming out of the smoke. Let me see if I can find that. Usually IMDb has pictures. Demon. So I don't know. No, the one I have, it's like it's just the demon itself and like like some of the characters. Right. Oh, I see what you're okay. talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, I, yeah. They have the UK VHS right here. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it's cool. on IMDb. It's exactly what you're describing. <laughs> cool. That is so interesting. Yeah, there we go. God, just looking at that, I haven't seen that for I haven't seen that for fucking years. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one I remember. But it's funny. It's worth a watch. Um, I, you know, I wouldn't go out of your way to be like, oh, I need to pay like 30 bucks for this. But, you know, if you come across it in a used yeah. bin or something, it's uh, it's worth picking up. Um, so, I mean, there's there's, oh. there's a ton of other like uh, magic based horror movies like The Wishmaster. Um, I mean, if you want to go into like do witches count, because like every witch movie, you know, which is the Warlock series. I was going to do those. But I felt like I should I should hold off on those for another day. See, because I, I see it's funny you say that because I saw Warlock at the cinema. Yeah. Nineteen eighty nine. Wow. Yeah. Was it eighty nine or ninety? I think it might have been eighty nine. I mean, they made three of them, so that makes sense if it was that early. Yeah, this was the original one with Julian Sands, yeah. the one I, I saw. I think he's in all. Yeah. Of them. Maybe he's not in all of them. Is there three or four? He uh, there was Laurie Singer was in it as well. Mm. And I remember Laurie Singer being in the original TV show for fame. And that was the only thing I could remember her being in. Mm. And she was in the original film. And I can remember a scene where he cursed her and she got old. And basically she had to somehow trap him. And she was following his footprints and she was basically hammering nails into his footprints, causing him pain. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. I gotta watch those. Yeah. I love those movies. I think Connor Blackman was talking about Warlock 3 the other day, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> See, I remember that, yeah, because I can also remember in the first one, um, in order to fly, he had to consume the boiling fat of a prepubescent child. It's fucking awesome. And basically, <laughs> he fucking is like, he sees this chubby kid on a bike, and the next thing you know, he sat there by a fire drinking fat from the kid. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you remember, I remember that. that. I remember. That's fucking freaky, uh, how I remember that, yeah. That's great. I love that. Yeah. Now you're making me want to watch these even more. Man, that was 32 years ago when I saw that. I'm surprised I can remember it at all. Sure, sure. Yeah, those are good. I remember the uh, the Wishmaster was good. I remember that one. Yeah, Wishmaster was entertaining. Yep, yep. It had all the... There's like a bunch of horror cameos was a big thing. It had like Robert yeah. England and Kate yeah. Hodder. Um, yeah, that was, quite, that was entertaining. That was on TV not long ago, actually. Yeah. They made like th I did three catch or four that. of those, too. I can remember watching the sequel and thinking the sequel was fucking awful. Oh yeah, part th I think three is probably mm. even worse. I, it's it's that's yeah, well, been at least fifteen years since I watched those, or at least a second two. It was the nineteen nineties when I watched number two, 
So, yeah, fucking hell, that goes back. That takes me back. My God. The movies we used to watch when I used to get stoned. Jesus Christ. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. Entertaining. Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know. There's a bunch of other ones. One I was thinking of bringing up was uh, Mystics in Bali. Have you ever seen that one? I've never even heard of that uh, one. I think it's Indonesian. Um, and oh, okay. It's, uh, it is a fucking weird-ass movie. Like, uh, uh, this woman, I think she's supposed to be like an American reporter, goes over. I, I, I got to look it up. I don't, I, I don't think it's Indonesian. I should look up what it is before I start talking about it let's see mystics in bali is ba, 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 ba. oh it is indonesian yes oh. <laughs> so this american reporter like goes over there and uh and she wants to she wants to learn about like witchcraft or something and so they she gets introduced to this uh this witch and uh oh chini's biting the wires again great porcini no ah. stop biting those wires so, um, she like learns some of the magic spells, but it turns out that the witch is using her to like, uh, get the essence of other people and use her essence so that she can become younger because the witch is like a right. hag and she gets younger. Uh, and the, do you know what? one of the ways she does this is by having the reporter woman, uh, her head and intestines separate from her body. Ew. And the head floats around to uh, the local village, and it goes into the window of a pregnant woman's room, and it sucks the fetus out of the pregnant woman's stomach. Nice. Through the vagina. <laughs> nice. And the scene, you see this woman laying on her back, right, with this big old prego belly, and then you hear the, the head go down in between her legs, and it's yeah. it's like slurping, and you just see the stomach go, wee, 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 it just like, <laughs> goes down. Oh, it's really fucked up. There's all kinds of weird stuff in the movie, too. There's like weird yeah, that's, magic that's battles. Yeah, Indonesian movies for you. Yeah, Indonesian movies for you. They're all fucking weird. Yeah, that one's absolutely worth tracking down. It's fucking crazy, Mystics in Bali. I, I, gotta, I gotta cover that on the episode one time. Maybe we'll do like a a witchcraft episode or something. Um, See, it's funny you talk about witchcraft and you talk about magical horror movies, but for some reason, I just thought of the skeleton key. The skeleton key. Why do I know that? What is that from? It's the one that's got um, Kate Hudson in it. Okay. It's the New Orleans hoodoo. Was that in the late 90s? It was like 98? Yeah. Yeah, the late 90s, early 2000s. Okay. Yeah, that's a really good film. I think that's one we need to cover at some point. But that was such a fucking good movie. Because Kate Hudson plays a nurse. She's a palliative care nurse. Mm -hmm. And she gets a job in New Orleans working for this old couple. And there's a guy who's played by John Hurt. Ooh, John Hurt. Who, who is, um, he's in bed, he's mute. Because he's basically he can't talk and he's being taken care of by this old lady, but there's like a massive twist to it because Kate Hudson's character discovers hoodoo and voodoo magic, right? And then she finds out she's trying to work out which one is which, and she's convinced that this woman, the old woman who runs the house, is using some kind of magic to keep the guy, to keep John Hurt's character 
bedridden. And it, there's more to it than that, but it's such a fucking good film. I've actually got it on DVD. Because hmm. I, remember, I remember watching it and I really, really enjoyed it. And then I actually bought it, you know, a couple of weeks later. And I thought that was a really fucking good film. So that's, that's uh, yeah, Skeleton Key. Kate Hudson. I'm trying to think about, well, Kate Hudson, John Hurt. There's a couple of other people in there as well. But it's, it's pretty fucking good, actually. Yeah, that I'm going to have to look up. I don't even know if I have that. The Skeleton Key. Oh, five. Wow, that's way later than I thought. Holy shit. Yeah. Maybe this isn't the movie I was thinking of. No? No. Peter Skarsgård. Yeah. Porcini, I am not touching you right now. What do you want from me? <laughs> she's going crazy. I know. She's like, fuss me. She is. Oh, my God. She's shedding. Ugh. This fucking cat. <laughs> Actually, do you know what, dude? I need to go for a pee, and I'm going to take that opportunity to make myself another cup of tea as well. All right, do your pee, and when we come back, we'll uh, we'll go over some Doctor Strange. Aye, sounds like a plan. Yeah. There we go. How's that? All right, you're good to go, Shane. Yeah, I can barely hear you now. Well, I feel like after, like, However many years we've done this podcast, you can figure something out. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, don't touch the camera again. I'm not touching the camera. It's the fucking headphones. I can only hear you, hear you through one headphone. Plug them, out, plug them in all the way. They are plugged in all the way. Don't tell me how to fucking live my life, bitch. Oh, no. He's, Dag, now. he's touching the camera. Ah. I'm getting close. How about now? You're far away. Because you touched the fucking camera. How about now? Very quiet. Now? God damn it, Shane. (laughs) Oh, this fucking... Fucking piece of crap. Why would you do such a thing? Well, it fell down again. Oh, God. Fucking technology. How about now? That's fine. We're just going to go with it. Yeah, let's just do it. <laughs> I fucking give up. I give up. Jesus Christ. All right, Shane. Officially accept my fucking resignation from the fucking podcast because fucking technology is shit. Anyway. All right, Shane. Well, you watched, uh, I guess, sort of to compliment this uh um, <coughs> Magic Horror, you watched the new Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. Well, before we get to that, I also watched a Doctor Strange movie. Oh, yeah? Which one did you watch? I watched 1992's Doctor Mordred. Oh, okay. So, it, this is a full moon feature and ah. was directed by Albert and Charles Band. And uh, star- right. stars Jeffrey Combs as Dr. Mordred. Um, originally, uh, Charles Band had held the rights to make a Dr. Strange movie. So he, right. he had like a script and he had all these ideas and different set pieces he wanted to do. And uh, somehow he lost the rights to make Dr. Strange. So he said, fuck it, I'm making it anyway, and I'm just calling it Dr. Mordred. <laughs> huh? So he did, and it's amazingly... Uh, one of the better 
uh, full moon movies. Like, it's like a legit movie. And uh, Jeffrey Combs essentially plays a Doctor Strange character. Um, and he's great because, you know, he's Jeffrey Combs. Uh, it also has uh, Brian Thompson, um, who is the bad guy in Cobra and uh, the 80s TV show Werewolf and, like, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. He plays Shao Kahn. Um, he was also in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Probably. Play, playing two different characters. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Also has uh, Yvette, <laughs> Yvette Nippar, who is in Ski Patrol, classic 80s movie, and uh, the RoboCop TV show from the late 90s. Um so yeah, like I said, it was originally a Doctor Strange movie, uh, and Charles Band is just like, fuck it, we're still doing the movie, <laughs> which I love. Um, and uh, yeah, the effects in it are pretty decent. Jeffrey Combs is Jeffrey Combs. What else do you want uh, from from him? Um, and Brian Thompson, I think this is his best role. Like, he actually gives an acting performance. He's not just like a big dumb meathead in this. Which is, you know, in some of his other films is sort of what he plays. Um, it, it's, you know, the plot is dumb and simple. Um, it's just Doctor Strange finds out uh, that the the bad guy's back and uh, he's escaped his prison in another dimension and wants to take over the Earth. So now, you know, he's got to step up and take care of it. Um his uh, Sanctum Sanctorum is basically still in it. Uh, he's got his amulet around his neck. Like, there's, like, so much shit that is just completely ripped off of Doctor Strange from the comics. Um, he can do all kinds of magic. He can do astral projection. He can stop time. Like, <laughs> it's just a Doctor Strange movie is the easiest way yeah. I can describe this. And... Uh, there's some cool stuff in it. The, at the very end, there's a skeleton Tyrannosaurus Rex fighting a skeleton Mastodon and great stop motion, like classic Ray Harryhausen stop motion. Uh, and it all looks pretty good. There's more stop motion from uh, his demons, the bad guys, demons that are trying to escape from hell or whatever, uh, or another dimension. And there's like this other guy that's, I don't know, he's trying to, like, keep the demons in place, and that's goofy, and he's got no eyeballs until Doctor Strange gives him eyeballs. Um, it's just a really weird, goofy movie, but if you're looking for a full moon experience that isn't as dumb as other full moon movies, this is one, this is one you could pick. Um, it's not, like, the, yeah. the best movie ever, but, you know, it's fun. And I was shocked to hear... I didn't even realize this uh, until I looked up IMDb stuff on it, um, that this is going to be in the upcoming season of Mystery Science Theater 3000. So apparently somebody thinks it's bad enough to deserve an MST3K uh, riffing, but um, I didn't think it was. I thought it was enjoyable. So cool. that's it. Quick in and out. Dr. Mordred, uh, complete Dr. Strange ripoff and on purpose. And uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it's dumb and goofy. Go check it out. Cool. So what Doctor Strange movie did you watch, Shane? I went and watched Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Mm. Um, I went with my buddy Carl and, uh, on Tuesday. And it's really funny because I had to book tickets three days in advance. And when I got there, half the, the cinema was fucking half empty. So uh, that was kind of slightly annoying. But um, 
yeah, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, obviously a direct sequel to um, technically it's a direct sequel to Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. Uh, which um, I thought was a bit weird. It was kind of strange and a bit funny, but obviously it is the sequel to the original Doctor Strange movie that came out a few years ago. Um, but this one, it's obviously he casts, right, Doctor Stephen Strange casts a forbidden spell that opens the doorway to the multiverse, as in from No Way Home, um, because in No Way Home, towards the end of the movie, obviously, because Spider-Man wants him to cast the spell and to not include various people, he fucked with the spell, so therefore he's fucked with the timeline and has opened up alternative realities, henceforth in the film No Way Home, you get Doc Ock, you get the Sandman, you get fucking all the other characters in there. And in this one, um, he opens the doorway to the multiverse, which includes alternative, many, many, many alternative versions of himself. His threat to humanity is too great for the combined forces of Strange, Wong, and Wanda Maximoff. Um, I am not going to go in... Oh, man. Right, I don't want to go into spoilers. Yeah. I really don't. I don't want you to go into spoilers but, either, because I will murder you. <laughs> Well, you haven't seen it yet. No, have I haven't. I just didn't get a chance this weekend to go see it. Right. Well, basically, um, Doctor Strange meets up with Wanda. Mm-hmm. Not as in, just to break in here. Have you watched WandaVision, the TV show? Yes, I have. Okay. I have. So this is post WandaVision, right? It's post WandaVision. It's post No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Right, and um, he meets up with Wanda. And, right, I'm not going to... I can't really describe much about the film, to be quite honest with you, because you haven't fucking seen it. (laughs) So what I am going to tell you that I thought the film was good was nowhere near as good as other sequels. Um, I gave it a high 7 out of 10. Um, You can tell they're Sam Raimi-esque. That's what I was. That's um, what I was going to ask. The same. Yeah. Um, basically, my review was I was hoping Sam Raimi would not fuck this up, and he didn't. <laughs> uh, Sam Raimi gets to live another day in my world. Um, it's it's funny. It's very funny in places. Um, it's quite twisted in places. It's. Uh, it's a PG-13, which over here gives it a 12A certificate, mm-hmm. which basically means there's strong elements of threat. There could have been gore in there, you know, had it been allowed, but there wasn't. But there's so many elements and so many references to Sam Raimi, previous Sam Raimi movies. Oh, man. As in, there are strong elements of Evil Dead and Drag Me to Hell in there. Really? Without, yeah, without being gory. And there is a very, very entertaining scene later in the movie, um, which you will get the chance to see. Um, but I cannot describe much more. Um, 
basically you've got all the original you've got all the characters so you've got strange you've got wonder uh baron mordo you've got wong in there um rachel mcadams rachel mcadams is in it oh she's back um yeah she's back in this one um in one of the alternative realities or from one of the uh, realities in there and there's there's quite a few cameos in this one as well there's a few there's i think you'll appreciate there is one you'll definitely appreciate oh, so you're saying bruce campbell's in the movie <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah yeah and uh, yeah he's in the movie um and basically generally it's basically he opens up this portal and this young girl comes into it and basically there are characters trying to get to this young girl i'm not going to say which characters because that will completely fucking spoil the movie but there's a twist i did not see coming throughout the entire movie mm. i didn't i didn't see it coming at all and i was kind of shocked to be quite honest with you but um patrick stewart is in it Ooh. Uh, John Krasinski's in it. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just Hayley Atwell. Um, she's in it as well. So there's quite a lot of characters in here that um, that you uh, you see and you don't really expect. Actually, regarding to news, I did read something earlier that um, there is going to be a Wanda Maximoff solo movie at some point. Hmm. So it's just been announced. So, yeah, it's uh, it's entertaining. It's very confusing in places. If, if you've not seen WandaVision or No Way Home or the previous Doctor Strange movie, right. you'll get confused very easily. So you don't, so you don't think this is one that, like, if people haven't seen some of the other Marvel stuff, they can't just jump into this one? No. Also, you need to have watched What If as well. Wow. Where I haven't seen What If, but it was explained to me afterwards, and I was like, ah, okay, so I do need to watch What If. Yeah, there's a lot of multiverse stuff in What If. Yes. So that ties in nicely with this movie. Um, but, yeah, there's lots of elements that I think people will enjoy, but you will need to have watched those previous movies and TV shows to get it. But it is really entertaining. See, the thing is, this is this, me trying to explain how good this film is and what is going on with it without actually giving anything away. It's fucking hard, all right? <laughs> but, um, I mean, there's, there's not even any gore. There's not really any gore in it at all. Yep. But um, there is some um, there's some cracking scenes in it. Now, how about like, and I'll try. How about like uh, I mean, I know you said that you're you're thinking there's going to be a uh, a Wanda Maximoff movie. Is is this opening up the doors to more Marvel movies as well? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's easily several more movies uh-huh. that could be happening with this to stem from this. It's just, I just thought it was cleverly done. There were some scenes that were a bit, um, bit slow, but, um, it's, uh, it's, it's 
good to watch. You, I mean, the score by Danny Elfman is pretty fucking epic. So, I mean, that gets my vote because it's Danny Elfman. Mm. Um, and I don't know if you saw any of his set from Coachella, but um, Danny Elfman headlined at Coachella a few weeks back. He headlined Coachella. He headlined Coachella. That's weird. And he was playing songs by Oingo Boingo because he was the original singer, as well as doing some of his solo stuff, which is really obscure industrial stuff, which is fucking awesome, as well as playing live themes and songs from all of the movies that he's done, so Nightmare Before Christmas. I was going to say Tim Burton movies. Yeah, all his Tim Burton movies. And, you know, he actually performed live um, some of the cues from Beetlejuice and, you know, loads of other really popular stuff. And it was really fucking cool. Um, but he also did the Simpsons theme too. Oh, I forgot like, he did that. <laughs> yeah. So um, that was that was pretty cool, actually. But, yeah, the soundtrack, he's done a brilliant job with the soundtrack on this. Awesome. That's. Good. Um, I think that's always something that's missing from a lot of Marvel movies, is uh, their soundtracks are sometimes lackluster. I mean, like the only yeah. the only Marvel theme I can think of is the Avengers theme, and like the re- yeah. the rest of them just sort of you, you don't even really notice, you know. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like that Marvel theme. I get goosebumps every time I hear it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, every single time, just thinking about it, I get goosebumps. I'm getting goosebumps, you know. Um. You're just thinking about uh, Chris Evans' biceps. No, Chris Evans' ass of America. <laughs> <laughs> America's ass, yeah. <laughs> but um, there's, there's so much stuff in this film that's really enjoyable and also just funny as fuck as well. Um, but there are, there's, a couple, there's one particular scene that you're going to love. Because you're going to automatically think of a previous franchise that Sam Raimi has done when he's, you know, when you see it. So, uh, yeah, it's, enjo- it's really enjoyable. Um, there's a couple of jump scares in it as well, strangely enough. <laughs> I was quite surprised by that. So how do you, how do you think it ranks, like, as a Sam Raimi, Raimi movie? Is it a... Uh... Oh, trust me. It's one of the better films that he's done in a long time. Okay, good. Better than uh, Oz? Anything is better than Oz. <laughs> Anything is far superior than Drag Me to Hell, because everybody knows how much I fucking hated Drag Me to Hell. And I will always go on record and say the only good things about Drag Me to Hell were the possessed goat and the punch-up with the old lady. <laughs> they were the only good scenes at oh, and the end scene when she gets dragged to hell. Um, but that was it. You know, they were the only fucking good scenes in that film. Yeah. Because um, I just fucking hated the whole premise behind it. And I thought, return to horror, my ass. I've had scarier shits than fucking watching Drag Me to Hell. All right, good. Well, I think you sold me on uh, my Doctor Strange tickets, Shane. Yeah, well, you need to get on it. I know, and I do. See it. Well, I, go see it today. I was going to try to go this weekend, um, but Elisa hates Doctor Strange. Go on your own. I don't know. I will. I, that's what I'm going to have to do. I don't know if it's just that she hates um, Cucumber Bember Patch or whatever his name is. 
<laughs> um, Benedict Cucumber Patch. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, she is like, I can't stand that guy. Like, even we were watching Spider-Man, and, you know, she likes the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. And uh, she's like, ugh, why does this guy have to be in it as soon as Doctor Strange shows up? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, I think it, uh, it, it's it is really cool though. It, it is entertaining to watch. Um, but I mean, there are other characters in the film that she could enjoy. But it's gonna be a tough sell, Shane. I gotta be honest. Well, um, go and watch it on your own then. Oh uh, yeah, that's that's what I plan to and do. Then go watch it on your own, and then let me know what you think afterwards. Mm. And then sit through the sit through the credits for the for the two post credit scenes. Oh, but I always You're have up. to pee so bad at the end of those fucking things. How long is this? Take movie? a fucking. It's two hours and six minutes. Okay, all right, that's okay. You know, shit. The last when I saw uh, the last time I went to the theaters, I saw Batman, and that's like fucking three yeah. and a half hours. Yeah, I actually watched that last week, and that was fucking superb. Uh, Shane, I was holding my piss so bad. As soon as the credits rolled, I fucking ran out of there. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I got a piss. Yeah, no, it's, um, no, you do. Make sure you have a piss before you go in, even though you your body says, I don't need to pee. Go and pee before you go in and watch Doctor Strange. Okay, mom, just so whatever you, you say. Just so you can sit through the fucking end credits, because there's two cutscenes. Or I'll just, and it is, or I'll just it, go watch them online it, later, like I always do. <laughs> I don't know. There's something to be said about going to the cinema, though. I mean, I haven't been to the cinema for a while, so it's really good to go see Doctor Strange. Yeah, and this is the kind of stuff I love. I like going to the movies for, like, big action movies like that, you know? I want the big special effects, you know, like an Avatar, like how I can't wait to go see Avatar. Uh, but I know you can wait oh, to go right, see Avatar. right, that's right. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you no, have, but I, you have inclination to watch Avatar. I, I know what you're saying, Shane. Oh my god, I forgot to bring this up earlier. I was gonna say, in um, I don't know if it's next week or well, whenever this is uh, getting released, uh, I am going to the Hellraiser double feature uh, for Connecticut Cult Classics, uh, part one and two. So I'm very excited about that. Oh my god, I just That's... I just broke my toenail clipper. <laughs> Fuck. That was careless. <laughs> what did you break it on? I was I was playing I was playing with it and it broke just shattered. Well, that was fucking careless. Great. It's all bent. Son of a bitch. Um, I think the next big film I want to go and see is actually Thor: Love and Thunder, and that comes out in July. So that's the next big film I want to go and see. Um, but I've got a couple of gigs coming up. Soon ish. I'm seeing the mission next month. Oh. I'm seeing the Pixies and Pearl Jam in July, which I'm kind of looking forward to. Because A, I've never seen the Pixies live, and B, I've never seen Pearl Jam live. That's pretty badass. Mm. Okay, I think I finished. But yeah. Something. Yeah, but, um,. Yeah, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else I can say about Doctor Strange. It's actually quite entertaining. It is actually entertaining. I just got Especially tickets for with... Alice Cooper in September. 
Nice. Who's the support band? Uh, I don't know that they announced any. Okay. Last time I saw him he... was like a decade ago. It was him and Rob Zombie. See, that would have been a good show. Yeah. Because um, I've seen Rob Zombie. I've never seen Alice Cooper. Oh, Alice Cooper is great. I think he's, yeah, I know like, he's... he's like 74 now. <laughs> the fact that he's 74 and he's still fucking rocking and not cancelling tours like Ozzy Osbourne because he stubbed his toe or he got COVID, you know, I just think it's kind of pretty fucking cool. Yeah, we'll see. But also, but the fact of the matter is, because he's also touring with Hollywood vampires as well, isn't he? So that's like Joe Perry from Aerosmith and Johnny Depp. Oh, really? And they, Yeah, Johnny Depp's the guitarist in the Hollywood vampires. Joe Perry's lead guitarist and Johnny Depp's the rhythm guitarist. Oh. And who either touring with Ozzy? Alice Cooper. They're in the band together. No, get out of here. They're called Hollywood Vampires. It's Alice Cooper, Johnny Depp, and Joe Perry from Aerosmith. So you're telling me I might get to see Johnny Depp? Yes. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> oh. Johnny Depp and Joe Perry from Aerosmith. I'm going to throw a turd on stage. <laughs> I love you, Johnny. <laughs> Splat. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh, God. All right, Shane. Let's but, wrap this one up. I am starving, yeah. and I got—I have to take a pee now. So all this talk I'm about. I'm going to vape. I'm going to vape. I'm going to unplug these fucking headphones. Turn the volume down on my PC and find something to watch. There you go. And it is, it's 5.49 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon. It's overcast. It looks like it's going to rain. And according to, according to my PC, we have threats of thunderstorms. Always with the threats. Yeah, always th empty threats. They never follow through. Bastards. Fucking wankers, but yeah. All right, Shane. But yeah, well, so, uh, thank you for going over the Doctor Strange for us. I'm sure we'll uh, be talking about it later once I actually get to watch it. Yeah, talk about um, fucking vague as you can get. <laughs> Jesus, and that's uh, just. Yeah, I was just gonna say Ridiculous. thanks for joining me, and uh, thanks for everybody for listening. And yeah, and if you oh, if you'd go. like to get a hold of the podcast, you can get us on Gmail. All you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. The Facebook group, all you need is blood. Instagram account, all you need is blood podcast. Mike runs that. And if you want to get a hold of me, I'm on Instagram at Ryan Tudelo. I am also on Facebook and the regular All You Need Is Blood group and the uh, upcoming horror movies fans group, and I'm also floating around on. Uh, oh, I'm on Instagram as well. All You Need Ryan, and I think that's about it. Shane, you got any contacts? Uh, not that they're necessary because no one ever follows me or adds me or anything like that. But yeah, I'm on Twitter, Dead Cell Society. Um, I'm on Instagram, Robojinge74. Although I might change my name sometime soon, so nobody finds me. Um, I'm also, obviously, all you need is Blood Podcast Group on Facebook. Um, that's about it. All right, excellent. And uh, I guess I'll just say bye for now.
Kind is. Right. Why did I set this up? Ugh. Stop recording. Hurrah! I am fucking starving. I had some snack food earlier. Oh, there's a whole big thing of hummus, but we've got like nothing to eat with it. I might just go downstairs ah. and just and just spoon it into my mouth. <laughs> Do you know what, Ryan? I don't fucking I I I don't disagree with that statement because <laughs> I do it myself. I'm like like I've got I don't even think we have like vegetables like carrots and stuff I can like dip into it. <laughs> I think Do you have any bread? No. Do you have bread? No, we're not allowed to have bread in my house. Fucking technology. Fucking technology. Fucking technology. Fucking technology. Fucking technology.